24 hours a day. Radio Contact. Welcome to this week's pop-up podcast from the devil in the detail. I'm Rob Parkson, and uh, this week's show's a bit different. Paul's been down to the AJ Bell Stadium uh, to talk to Danny Barton and Neil Blackburn from the Sulphur Red Devils Under-19s Educational Academy, and they're also joined by Tom Farr, who plays for him, and uh, he had a little chat about what the Sulphur Red Devils Under-19s Educational Academy is all about, and this is what they had to say. Right, for devil in the detail, I'm delighted to say I've been joined by Neil Blackburn and Danny Barton from the Sulphur and Foundation of I'm back. We're doing alright. It, it works. How are you both doing, boys? How's it going? Good. Yeah, I've enjoyed it, yeah. Uh, obviously, I'm just starting off the season with the guys, and it's a uh, full swing like this. It's a lot going on. A lot going on. I'm busy, especially with all of the, the things that we're doing as well with the schools and education side. But uh, it's good at the moment. It's good at the moment. Pretty noisy, and uh, don't stop eating, eh, brother? No, well, put some food away since I've been in the room. They're athletes, aren't they? They've got to be bulky. Well, I've just seen one of them eating sausage rolls. <laughs> oh, which one? Tell us which one, because I love a, love a word of some more with a conditioner, because he he, uh, he doesn't like a meal. It's good that we have got some old conditioner, and it does go through all the diets with him, so they do, they do tend to eat the right stuff. I know you might have seen some this morning, but um, it is game day, and when you play game day, you can have a little bit more. It doesn't really matter what you eat before, you just, like, you're just fueling up, you know, getting that energy in you. Um, but yeah, someone's really good at doing giving all advice, and he comes in quite a lot. It's Wigan today, Wigan Education Academy today. Yeah, Wigan today. Yeah, big game for us. So we're playing on the, the pitch outside here at the AJ Bell. So it's the first time this group have played at the AJ Bell, so it's a big game for them on us today. Hopefully, we'll get our first win of the season. Yeah, I think that we are looking forward to actually playing here because we haven't played it. We have a partnership with Eccles, you know, Roosters, Salford Roosters over there. I suppose it's a big thing playing here at the AGA, Bill, and even though you're not on the main pitch, you're still playing the ground, like, you're still playing the stadium, you've got the big stadium behind you, and it's a nice sort of pitch out there, nice setup, isn't it? That's it. I mean, with having the stadium in view of the pitch, it's like, one day I'm playing here now but one day that might be it's that pathway so it? it's that pathway and it really does work obviously we don't mind playing at Eccles keeping the pitch nice and you know what I mean I'm not playing as many games on this on the first team for training it and it's nice and fresh for them and we don't mind that but having the odd game here and maybe playing a first team game a uh, curtain raise before the first team game in February that'll give the lads a real boost and something to look forward to and I think playing Wiggy Warriors today and like a all Wiggy Warriors kit is going to be a real challenge for him and we'll see how they step up yeah, that's, that's what it's all about though because the guys here passionate Salford fans a lot of them representing Salford Red Devils played in the full kit you know it, it does mean a lot to them they are passionate about it so especially against Wigan it's a bit of a, a local derby so it's going to be a bit feisty I think well you know when, when Wigan play anything they're going to come switch down aren't they you know what, what sort of level they play at they're all going to come in the, the track suits aren't they and they're going to be they're going to be in business aren't they so it's going to be a, a tough afternoon yeah, yeah and that's credit to Wigan and whatever team they play like you say you know what you're getting with Wigan and they've got that it's that sort of ethos isn't it and that culture yeah, there yeah, being yeah. a tough kind of environment and defensively you know you're not going to get an easy day um, and it's going to be experience for them and, and, and that's how you learn and you, when you play against Seems like. You guys are trying to build the culture here, aren't you? I know we're quite settled at first team level, aren't we? Being Watson. Yeah, very good. 
But uh, so you guys are trying to build something Sorry, really special. Yeah. Yeah, we used to get echoed there as well, so uh, don't worry about it. But no. Um, How many lads have you got on here at the moment in the under 16s? Um, under 16s. Well, under 16s, we've, we've got like a couple of groups together. We're doing it slightly different this year. We probably had about 75 lads on it, um, and they got split into two groups for ability. So we have like, uh, we split them like resin blocks. One's a little bit stronger, if you will, um, but they do get treated exactly the same. Um, and we understand that the, the people take different times to develop, late developers and stuff like that. And we, and we understand that, so we give them both the same training, uh, give them the game opportunity in January and February, and then from that they might get a place in our category academy come to September. So that's the kind of pathway that, that we work on. So we're quite heavily recruiting now for our. 19s academy and that's obviously based with our education program which is primarily a BSEC level 3 extended diploma which hopefully we're making rugby players and they can get a career at rugby but that is a pathway to university as well so they've got the education background and you they've know, got a lot more options than yeah. lined up from if, if they don't make it I suppose as rugby league players haven't they yeah and that's the thing we've got to look after them we all know that there's not going to be many first team rugby players out of any academy set up it's just the, the top one or two maybe that get through, but we've got to make sure we prepare everyone in the same way and give them the best chance to succeed, whether that's at rugby, whether that's in sport as a general rule, or whether they go into education, become teachers. We've got a few of our alumni that have gone on to university and they're doing really well. Some doing um, sports rehabilitation, uh, some doing sports development, and they're, they're thriving at uni on the back of what education programme we've put in place. How's it been going this season for the lads? How have they, have they gone on the, on the field? On the field, yeah. yeah, not bad. I, I think it's definitely a building process this year. We, the, the, obviously, we're taking it really serious and we're, and we're starting to build, like we said, the culture and stuff like it takes time. Um, we've had a few injuries of late, which has not helped. I've never seen as many head concussions in, in all my time of <laughs> being a coach. Um, but no, we're getting we're getting numbers back on the field now and we're looking forward to um, in terms of getting our first win, really. I mean, we've had a draw. Um, but then we've had a couple of narrow defeats against some good teams and now we're looking forward to marking our getting our first result. It's not all about results, but that's what I keep trying to bang on to them about. But they, they, will, they will big their confidence up just getting, getting our first win and hopefully that'll happen today. How's your backing off the field been going? Your, your funding and things like that? Things are getting put in place. Aren't they? You know, Salford supporters trust the working really hard. It's a, you know, fundraising events and there's one coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah. That must be pleasing for you guys that there's people there trying to help and trying to back you up as well. Yeah. I think for a long time the foundation have been quietly providing funds to, to keep the, the system going, especially with the youth side of things and the fact that the community and the fans are actually realising what potential we have here, what's going on, and they're supporting us. It's a real boost for us and the kids. You know, we, We've always kicked them out, but really special for them. Um, and like you say, the, the new trust is coming into force, so hopefully things will kick on from there. And even looking at maybe... A reserve or a, a, a tier one nineteen is going forward is, is our is that the ultimate goal for you guys? Yeah, definitely. And we understand that that, that, that might be a, a few years off yet, but we've got the foundations and the building blocks. We've kept them in place, and, and we've got the foundations there to build on. And we and the processes that we do with the sixteens and, and below that, even from twelve year old, are all there. And we just need that kind of recognition, uh, maybe from the NFL and just that hard work. Maybe coming someone coming in as passionate and, and wants the same things that we want which I've been hearing rumours that that uh, the kind of people that are coming in so it is positive and it's going in the right direction but yeah the ultimate goal is to get that kind of either reserves or uh, 
getting back in that team on academy. There's a lot of talk at the moment about like a board of trustees. I mean, I don't know anything about it. I suppose you guys don't either. But how important is it that these people that come in that are going to be running the club day to day back you guys? Yeah, well, it's it's it's, 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 it's what we need. It's, it's it's massive for what we do. I see this the, the playing side, the young development of the of the junior kids. I see that as the biggest part of the foundation. What we do, um, we're a rugby club at the end of the day. And if there's no dream there from from kids who want to play local and to get to the top, then we're struggling, aren't we? Um, so I see that as massive, and I think the people that are coming in, um, I see that as well. Um, struggling for future supporters, I suppose, as well, aren't you? You know, kids even even watching the side, supporting the side, they've got to have that dream. Up here at school, you, you, you one day you can play for Salford, haven't you? Yeah, well, if, if you're looking at myself and Danny, we've been both Salford lads, both been involved in the playing side here, coming up with our supporters, and that's the way it was built for us. You know, as kids, you support the team, you want to play for the team. If you get that opportunity and chance of it, it just embeds it even more that you're passionate about Salford and you want to, to see them progress, see them succeed. And like you say, the, the kids are the key for that. The, the older fans have been here for years and years and years, you know. They're not going to be here forever, and we need to make sure we've got that conveyor belt of passion, which suffers full of passion, passionate people. And you know, the hook of rugby league here, we are a rugby city, and getting the kids involved is, is just key for us, and it's, it's embedded throughout everything that we do. Yeah, and the skills are a big part of that, and from the primary school tournaments to being pathways going to the high school playing in the structure, all being like. Us being involved, so sort of Reds being part of it and then seeing like our logos and we're there refereeing or coaching and, and then giving out letters to, for our next development days. Mm-hmm. There's got to be links all the time to, to everything we do with the schools and I think there is. And it's starting to nicely feed into to what we're doing now when we're doing the Kind of Free Academy. How many schools are you involved with? Because it is a big area, so I think we say that on the podcast all the time how big it is and how many, how many kids you are involved with. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's a big area, but yeah. then you take into account where we're working as well. Manchester, you've got an areas in Manchester, where there's some talented athletes. We've got some good partnerships with schools up there. Trafford, yeah. uh, there's a big rugby union kind of thing that we tried breaking into. We've South Trafford Raiders, who are thriving at the moment. Some partnerships up there, that altering the area. And then Berry, we've got a club in Berry where we, where we support heavily um, Berry Broncos, and we get to the schools around there. And we run these tournaments in these places so these kids are easy access in this rugby league and then hopefully they're learning down here when we do our development days and, uh, and then it's time to work so just listen to you guys it makes me realise how, how important you know the work that the foundation is the, the work that you guys do it it's really is yeah, everything else comes after that and I think you know you talk about the first team and things like that but this is this probably is the most important thing in it so I do believe it is the most important thing so obviously the first team the first team they're then number one they take and we understand that and then underneath that I do believe that this is the most important thing the foundation do and for the club as well and if we get this right and we get people buying into what we're doing and they're passionate about it as us but there's also some that kind of brains behind it and some structure behind it then I believe it's going to it can take off hopefully let's hope so let's yeah. hope so well, thanks for speaking to me today guys no, 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 no. down to hopefully see you again in a few weeks and speak to a few more of the young stars thank yeah. you very much yeah. thank you thank you Seven days a week, 24 hours a day, live radio contact.
So that was Danny Barton and Neil Blackburn. Paul was talking to him about the Sulphur Devils Under-19s Educational Academy. Big thanks for talking to us on the podcast this week. Doing a great job nurturing the stars of tomorrow. And hopefully the boys that you're training at the moment will come through and uh, lead us on to glories in the future. Talking about the stars of tomorrow, we got a chance to talk to Tom Farr, who plays for the Under-19s Educational Academy. And he told us what it was like to play for his hometown club. Right, for devil in detail, I'm delighted to say I've been joined by Tom Farr, who's in the scholarship at Salford. Nice to meet you, Tom. Nice to meet you. How's it going then in the scholarship? How are we finding it? Yes, um, it's going all right. Um, we've had a few games already. It's not it's not going to be planned, but um, just getting it getting it right in training, new set of lads and all that. So, are you enjoying you enjoying yourself now? So, you, you've left school now, then? Are you, yeah, doing this, are you doing this sort of full time now in yeah, education as well? Full time education. Like we do uh, training in the morning, and then um, in the back of that, we've got. Um, like we've got schools and things and like um, local primaries and high schools and do a bit of coaching there, helping out with the community. How many days a week do you do this? And is it five days a week? It's uh, three days a week. Three days a week. Yeah. So you play on Wednesdays, yeah, don't Wednesday, you? Wednesday afternoon. You've got a game down here today, haven't you, against, uh, against yeah, Wigan today? Yeah, exactly. Wigan's going to be a good test for us. You know, but we've just not not been playing that well, but hopefully we can like, turn it around. So. What's your position then in the side, Tom? Yeah, I'm a scrum half, you know, um, Nina, me and Kane, both from out, so I think goes for us. Where does your background like start off in rugby league? Where did you play before it was your junior side? Um well I came at rugby quite late to be honest. I came like back in the year year six, um, started at Folly Lane and I left rugby for a bit because uh, it wants me. And then like a year later I thought I wanna get back into it, wanna get get myself fit again. So I got back into it and uh playing Salford now. How's it been going at the, the 16s this, this season? You've had a few good wins, haven't you? But it's been a bit of a struggle so far. Yeah, it? it's been a bit of a struggle. But um, like I say, we, we try to rectify our, our mistakes and training hard and hopefully we can turn the season around. Who's your like, big heroes in rugby league then, you know, at, the, at the moment? Yeah, big heroes, you've got to say, for me, it's Sean Johnson. You know, he, he's one of my, my favourites. And then at Salford, it, it was uh, Dobson when he, when he was there. Just love watching him play. Like, his kicking game is strong. He was just a all on top player. So being a local lad, then yeah. you're a Salford supporter. Then, yeah, right? yeah, that's nice to hear because yeah. you speak to some people sometimes and they'll play for the youngsters at Salford and they're uh, a Wigan supporter yeah. and set on sports. But you, you definitely yeah, are a Salford supporter. Was, uh, then. Those days, lost, lost games with those. You know, that was a good ground. I miss that. So did you start watching Salford from a young age then? Yeah, I was watching it from a young age, like before I started rugby. Um, I was watching and going down. I didn't really understand the rules because I was young, but it's just like the the atmosphere and the the. Family vibes you get from the club. Are you a family also for supporters as well? Yeah, also for supporters. So it goes back a long yeah. way then, yeah. So we live on um, Shandas, you know, just down the road. Oh, the yeah. yeah. So there's only walking distance, so we every game. It's just a bit difficult to get to the stadium now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit harder for you, yeah, know, it but what, what are you doing education wise then in your three days a week? Are you doing um, sort of courses and things like that? Yeah, education, what we do. Um, you know, so, some of the lads are different. There's um, me and a few others that we just, we just go out to the schools and things and and just help them out, um, coaching, double coaching sessions, multi-sports, rugby, um, and then you've got the other side, which is like, they do a, a B-Tech sport, sport um, class, so yeah, we just do the coaching. What is it you want to do when you when you finish? Do you, I mean, obviously you want to be a professional rugby league player, don't you, but have you got any other like goals, any other things you want to uh, do? Yeah, I've got a backup plan now, everyone needs a backup plan in any sport, just in case something does bad happen, um, so obviously I want to be professional rugby, but if that don't work out, then probably go by um, try to plumbing size, maybe construction size, something like that. 
I'm a plumber myself. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm a gas engineer and a plumber. Ah, so it's yeah. not a bad job. You just got to make sure you protect your knees. And yeah. You just I've got to dodge your back, so just watch your back and that. But but yeah, but it sounds like you're doing really well. Yeah. How are you watching the World Cup and things like that at the moment? Are you enjoying that? Yeah, watching the World Cup. Watch a few games that I can. Um, seeing a few England games. Um, what do you reckon to England? I don't know. It's a bit difficult, and it? sometimes they play good, sometimes they play bad. Like the Lebanon game, I didn't didn't think it was. A lot of people said about the Lebanon game that you know we didn't play that well, yeah. and well, I suppose at the end of the World Cup, you just want to make sure you win yeah, the games. Yeah, don't that you? is true. Like Lebanon aren't, aren't a bad team to be fair. You know they've got got a few NRL players in there. So it's France this weekend, isn't it? And yeah, France. There's Lebanon, France, T O five. You remember him from yeah, Salford yeah. days, don't you? I suppose you could use him as an example. Look how yeah. far he came through the system, didn't mm-hmm. he? Australia in the World Cup and that could be Yeah, I know. Hopefully it's time. So, uh, so yeah, you've got it all to look forward to. What do you re- reckon to Salford's season then? This season just gone. The season just gone? Bit of a miss really, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, to the end of May we were, we were storming it, wasn't we? And then... Yeah. To, to be fair, you know, for me, the expectation was just to stay up. You know, considering the season we had in the million pound game, I just, we just wanted to stay up. Like Anything else was a bonus. You know, the Challenge Cup, that was a bonus. I just enjoyed it. Like The same when we got knocked out. It was it was just a bonus. What did you make of that day? It was a good despite yeah, the result. It was a good yeah, day. Great day. Thought it was a good day, you know, because no one expected us to get that far. You know, no one expected us to have the season that we had. It's just a shame that we became like dropped off a bit in the, in the um, Super Eights. But like I say, it's, it's just good to stay up. You know, it's good to be in Super League. What was your highlight watching Salford last season? Salford, I did enjoy that one. Um, it was good, good fighter game, and then. Um, also, the cast game for me beat him 13 12. That was a big game. Big Ben had a good game. Yeah, that was a good game. game. Big Ben. Who would you like to see come in to solve it now? I know there's been like rumours of players coming in, and I mean, looks like they need someone to replace Michael Dobson, but it's been a bit quiet on the transfer. Yeah. Who would you like? Who would you ideally like to see, see come in? I mean, don't say Sean John. <laughs> Keep it like that. Um, I'm not sure, you know, I'd, I'd like a. Um, Probably a difficult one. Yeah, it is. There's not a lot of players available, yeah. is there, at the moment? I'd, I'd say like a, a youngster, you know, try and get 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 the young young to, young players involved again. What do you think Salford's goals will be for next season, realistically? To get in that top eight again? Well, we have lost a few players, you know, like Big Benny has gone. Obviously, that's a, that's a big miss, but like I say, we'll, we'll get in new players that, that are matching more, if not, you know, try and get better, you know, young players. For me, I just really want to just... Have a, have a good season just avoid the drop um, maybe mid-table mid-table pop maybe like eighth or something I know a word Ian Watson used a few times when we spoke to him on the podcast he used the work called front-loaded he said he front-loaded last season through everything at the, you know, the, yeah. the early rounds just to guarantee they got in yeah. the top eight so I mean me personally I think I'd sell for that again I wouldn't really yeah. want to go in that nah. bottom four especially when you've got like Toronto to lose yeah, and, and Lee in the championship that's going to be tough year, isn't it yeah definitely what would you say your highlights have been so far playing for the foundation I mean you must be pretty proud playing yeah it's, like, it's, a, it's a big privilege one of the one of the best things I've done like today like, in rugby and anything um one of the highlights, it's just playing with the lads, you know, the top set of lads and the top set of coaches, you know, we're getting the, we're getting the good coaching, you know, we're playing, we're playing what we want to play. Sometimes it doesn't work, but we're playing what we want to play and it's just, it's just good playing with the lads and the top set of lads. Who are your coaches now at the 16? Is it Danny Barton? Yeah, Danny Barton and um, Neil's our manager. What's it like working for Danny? Underneath Danny, because yeah, Danny played for Solver, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, I remember Danny, he's a similar age to me, I remember mm-hmm. playing for the first team and that. He's a very good coach, you know, he's a um, good role model. Yeah, good, very good. Um, like, sometimes he joins in the sessions and they uh, say, like, we're not doing it right or dropping balls. Like, for instance, yesterday we was doing a drill and uh, it was like the sudden death. And um, we just none, both teams couldn't get a try and they went, right, I'll drop in. They just got a try straight away. So it's just like watching him and uh, yeah. he's in a similar position to me, so. 
Good yeah. Fans, yeah, yeah, he was he was a good player, Danny, when he went, went to Swindon after playing for Salford. But uh, yeah, but yeah, so you got it all to look forward. So you got Wigan this afternoon. Yeah, Wigan this afternoon. You're playing down at the AJ Bell Stadium this afternoon. Yeah, right? Where do you normally? Is it Eccles you normally play? Yeah, Eccles week. Normally. So Wigan are going to be good, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Is the Wigan Education Academy playing today. Yeah. Go on, give us a prediction then. Oh, I'm hoping for a win. I'm going to say, I'm going to say 28-16 win to us. Give us a prediction for Salford next season. Next season, what finish? Mm. Spot seventh. Seventh, that'll do. Seventh again. Um, give us a prediction for England in the World Cup. Quarterfinals. Quarterfinals? We're not going to get any further than that. Who's going to knock us out? I, don't know, I, I can't see us beating any of the big teams, you know, the way we play once and all. Well, thanks for speaking to us today. Thanks for speaking to you, Devon So, best yeah, of luck with the rest of the season yes. and best of luck with the rest of your career, mate. Thank you. Thank you. Seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Live Radio Contact. Big thanks to Tom Farr for talking to us on the Devil in the Detail this week. He's one of the under-19s from the Education Academy. He's doing a great job playing for his hometown club and hopefully a star of the future. So, next up on the Devil in the Detail, we've got some bits of news from the world of Salford Devil. Devil in the Detail. Uh, on the 19th of November, the Sofa of Devil Supporters Trust are hosting an event, an evening with Ian Watson, a question and answer session held by Paul Hyton, and he's invited some guests along uh, for a great night of Sulphur Red Devils chat. It's a free event uh, at the Old Nags Head, uh, so both the Sulphur Red Devil supporters just are asking can, if people can donate on the night, and any money raised uh, will be given to the Rising Stars Under-16 programme to help develop the stars of the future. Talking about the stars of the future, the Sulphur Red Devils Under-19s Educational Academy beat Wigan Warriors uh, this week. Uh, they were trailing 18 nil early in the game, but Sulphur battled back and won 28 points to 26. A try by Jack Radcliffe uh, was the winning score for the Sulphur Red Devils, so big well done uh, from everyone on the podcast for the boys recording their first victory of the season. Hopefully more to come. The Sulphur Red Devils Supporters Trust is to lay a reef at the Cenotaph at 10.30 this Remembrance Sunday uh, to honour those who sacrificed themselves to protect us and our freedoms. Uh, so if you're in the area and you want to Honour them. Get yourselves down to the Cenotaph on Sunday. Uh, final bit of news. The Salford Red Devils Foundation will be again showing the Willows Memories film at the Lowry Theatre on the 23rd of November. There'll be an ex-players panel to talk about the great memories of playing for Salford Red Devils at the Willows. It's going to be a cracking at night. It's £12 per person. And if you're interested in that, Ring John Blackburn on 0161-786-1591. That's 0161-786-1591. So that's the end of this week's pop-up podcast from The Devil in the Detail. Big thanks to Danny Barton, Neil Blackburn and Tom Farr for coming on the show and telling us all about the Salford Red Devils Under-19s Educational Academy. Big well done for beating Wigan as well. And uh, hopefully more to come for you in the season of 2017 and 2018. So this has been The Devil in the Detail podcast. I've been Rob Pax. And you find us on Facebook, Devil in the Detail SRD. You can find us on Twitter at DITD SRD. And you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Radio Contact. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.
days a week, 24 hours a day. Live. Radio Contact.